All right, real quick, people, before we get into today's show, we've just released a new course, Periodization for Periods, all around how to train women around their monthly cycle, and we've got it on special. If you're interested, click the link in the show notes. You are now listening to the Fitness Education Online Podcast, the podcast where fitness professionals go to grow their fitness business. If you're in the fitness industry, you'll find tips and strategies from proven business experts. Now, let's start the show. All right. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Fitness Education Online Podcast. I am super excited because we have an absolute legend in the industry on this week. Uh, She's done it all. She's a speaker. She's an educator. She's a course creator. She's a trainer. She's a business owner. She's won the Australian Fitness Educator of the Year. She's been a finalist for the New Zealand Educator of the Year. She's got a whole bunch of courses with us at Fitness Education Online, some of our best courses as well. She's got a course in training pregnant women, a, tra- a course in training um, postnatal uh, menopausal and, and perimenopausal women. She's spoken at our, older, our, our women's events, our training older adults events. She's done it all. Without further ado, let me introduce the one and only Mish Wright. Mish, how are you? Good, thank you, Jono. You absolutely need a gold medal for introducing people. I watch a lot of your podcasts and um, and you go to a lot of effort. Thank you. For... Well, 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 most of them I have to lie and exaggerate a little bit, but with yours, it was just it was just straight truth. <laughs> And also, I think this is about the 10th time you've been on this podcast. So I know <laughs> usually I have to go and research and write it down, but I'm like, oh, yeah, Mish, I know she's done this, she's done this, she's done this. So super easy. Now, yeah, we've, been, we've been doing stuff together for a long time, for sure. <laughs> yes. Now, after all of that, we're actually speaking about something different today. So Mish actually has a brand new course coming out all around periodization for periods. If you're watching this podcast or listening to this podcast, chances are it's already out. We'll put the link down in the the show notes. That's what we're going to speak about today. Just before we get into it, did you want to give just a rough overview of, of what's in the course, Mish? Um, sure. So periodization for periods is um, it's really, really geared at people, not just people who have periods or menstruate, uh, but also for people who don't. I really made a lot of effort to make sure that, um, and particularly men and maybe young men uh, who haven't had a lot of hands-on experience, shall we say, with menstruation. So making sure that they feel really comfortable. So um, what's in the course? Of course, there's the the 101 of of how periods work and and all the hormones that are involved, but also a really specific stuff on how to um, ask certain questions for uh, and what to do with the answers. Because, I mean, you could ask the question, but you're not going to ask the question if you feel really uncomfortable with, oh, my God, what are they going to tell me? So I kind of game plan all that out, the kind of questions you can ask and the sort of responses you might get back and then what you do with those responses. So, um, yes, it's all about periods. Yes, it's all about training. But I've really put a lot of effort, thought and effort into you at the other end of the screen. How do I take this information and actually use it in my work with clients? Because let's face it, um, you can do you can get all the certificates you you like you can collect those but they are 
or pretty useless if it doesn't impact on how you work with um, your clients at the end of the day. So very much um, uh, with that. And I also have included this great interview with um, with a woman, Heidi, who is specialist in PMDD, which is um, a disorder. It's basically premenstrual syndrome, you know, the pain, period pain, but on steroids. It's wow. not really a lot known about it, but it's something that we should really be, know, really should know about. And finally, I'm just going to add one more thing about the course, Jono, because I know you're going to ask me lots of questions, but I've also got like seven best things that you can do um, to include periodization or periods or menstruation into your existing facility. So whether you are, you know, work in a, there's just lots of ideas of how to seamlessly integrate it so you look like the rock star. Sounds great. All right. So mm-hmm. link down in the, the show description. Let's speak into let, let's speak about the topic in general. What, what we're going to do. So listening to this now, there's probably a mix. There's probably about that's probably about 40% men listening to this, probably about 60% women. Um, usually in terms of people doing the course the on this kind of topic, it's usually majority women, but we want to kind of speak to both people on this podcast anyway. So we'll start Absolutely. basic and then we'll kind of get, get a bit more advanced. Let's start absolute basics, Mish. You've got an 18-year-old guy. He's never had a period in his life. He doesn't menstruate, um, hasn't had much experience training women that do. What are the absolute basics someone like that needs to know about menstruation and periodization for periods? Yeah, sure. Great question. But I'd just like to add an addendum to that. Um, Just because you menstruate or are, you know, a person who experiences periods, it doesn't necessarily mean that you know really what's going on. It doesn't Mm -hmm. come with a playbook. And, um, and, you know, we tend to learn most of our information around our menstrual cycle at school. I don't know if it's improved since I was going to school. But, you know, my my thing is, if you're still, um, you know, going to the toilet and tucking your uh, pad or your tampon up your sleeve, there's a good chance that um, there is still residue shame and awkwardness around the word periods and we you know and it's not just for for men as well it's also for women so I and even for me um researching this topic uh I I I've learned so much and and in fact I feel really sad that I am learning all this great information at the end of my menstruating career I wish I had known it at the beginning because Understanding how menstruation works and what these hormones do to you doesn't only impact on your training, but it impacts on your creativity, your um, ability to stick to a diet, um, if that's what you're doing. Uh, your It can influence your ability to have really great conversations and awkward conversations. This might be um, a, a conversation you might need to have with your boss or something like that that's awkward. So understanding your menstrual cycle and where best things uh activities fall into it then you know it has it unlocks a real powerhouse of 
of how to function. And 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 let's let's put it in the context of um, that women are cyclic beings. We have a cycle of our menstrual cycle, but we have cycles with the you know move out with um, you know motherhood and then post post motherhood. So or you know post reproduction if it's not a mother if you're not necessarily a mother. So we we live a really cyclic life, but we live in a very linear world. So everything is about kind of built on this idea that our hormones are going to be the same. Hormones meaning our behavior is going to be the same. And so we live in a patriarchal society. So understanding that, um, you know, you're meant to turn up to work every day being the same person. Mm -hmm. But tell me a woman out there who goes, yeah, impossible. Mm. I it is totally impossible for me to be the same every day for every day of the month mm. because my hormones change therefore my behavior and my reactions change and we can use that for good or for bad so when we're talking about 101 and understanding the menstrual cycle it is it is about that that we are not the same so if um you know uh, yeah, understanding that there are differences, but let. But sh- should we go into that? Should we That's, go yeah. into the the cycle? Yeah, so, well, often it's it's talked about as a twenty eight day cycle. Um, however, um, that's just what an average is. It can be much shorter or much longer. And the only way anyone is ever going to know um, how about their cycle is if they track it and start to understand the nuances of their behavior um, as well as some other things. So the cycle always starts or kicks off with the first day of bleeding. And that's not the, and I'm, Jono, I'm, you don't blush. You, no. I can't embarrass you. Yeah, no, so, no. And the more uh, of I'm this, just, the better. You know, I think we yeah. speak to this for someone that's got no idea, you know. <laughs> totally. So the first day of the bleed is not the spotting. Sometimes there can be spotting, and that's to do with um, elevated progesterone through the cycle. So some women experience spotting. So that spotting means little bits of blood in their underpants. But when um, the menstruation phase of the cycle, so the first phase of the cycle is kicked off when that blood is flowing, um, you know, strong, um and and women will understand that okay um and that lasts between between five and eight days and during that time it's it's almost like like winter if you characterize that as winter it might be so it's winter turning into spring so at the start of the bleed you know this blood and mucus and the lining of the uterus is is coming through a fairly small gap small and so it it is causing this cramping that's happening so that's when your pain is happening but usually that pain subsides um as the flow thins out or you know it's 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 got rid of the bulk of it so it's that deep winter of the cycle is the bleeding and it might be the time when it just might be really difficult to do anything because you're feeling like shit okay you might want a um a hot water over hot water 
bottle over your your abdomen. You might want to be on the couch watching Netflix. And um, and this I speak to this because if you're training someone who is really elite athlete mm. or type A, you know this kind of people who yep. like you know they're on a mission. Yeah. This can be really frustrating for them. Oh, yeah. So and it's not about just pushing through. Actually, mm. it is about your body needs to have a little rest. And that's what I call call it periodization for periods because we understand that term as a, as a fitness trainer. So, mm. John, explain to me what is periodization? I what is say, periodization as a concept? So I would say okay. in, in your training program, it's like how do we structure it? When do we do more? When do we do less? When do we do higher intensity when do we do lower intensity when do we taper off i'd say that's that's what i would say periodization is let's take a quick break when it comes to influencer marketing there's a podcast that covers it all that you will want to add to your playlist the influence factor by the influencer marketing factory they talk about influencer marketing social media the creator economy social commerce and much much more they cover all aspects including the creator economy social commerce the latest trends the metaverse tiktok trends and that's just the beginning the influence factor by the influencer marketing factory add the podcast to your playlist right now yeah when do we focus on skills when do we focus on fitness all of those things but there is always in that periodization a rest period Mm. am i right yes always and and if you say for example an elite athlete um you know you've got periodization happening in a bigger scale as you mm. prepare for uh your match season and then what you do while you're playing and then what do you do when that game season is over you drink beers on yep. the beach in bali yep. don't you yep. you know so it is about the cycle of training and we need to look at that and match it with our periods so i like to think of either you know that deep winter phase or that deep bleed where or that build up to that deep bleed where you might have some premenstrual tension as either you know that that rest or you know bears on the beach in Bali, uh, a bit of kickback time. So when we uh, move out of that first phase of the menstrual cycle, which is... Can I have a quick question there for a sec? Of course. From a guy's side of thing, that first phase goes for about five, about a week, give or take. Yeah. Yeah. Is it kind of get the bleeding becomes less as the week goes on? It becomes more? It's much the same for that week? What's... What kind of happens there? Do it depend? Yeah, Yeah, good question. So the bleed is generally quite heavy at the start um, and it can be quite clotty. Um, When you are going through one of the symptoms of understanding that you're in perimenopause is a change in your menstrual cycle. And so, um, you know, when uh, one of those changes is that you bleed a whole lot more, this can have impacts then on um, iron deficiency. So if you've got a client who is you know, they've shared with you that they have really heavy periods. And remember, this might be um, what they generally have, or maybe they're hitting that kind of late 30s, 40s, early 
office and they say to you, oh, my God, like, you know, there's been a pig murdered in my underpants. And I might have used exactly that term to my husband, like, Jesus, what's happening here? Yeah. Like, um, you know, it can be it can be pretty full on. That is a symptom of perimenopause. So and and that's all fine. But if they are not recuperating and finding their energy lagging, maybe they need to go and have a blood test um, to just check their iron levels. Now, that kind of stuff, if you're a trainer and you're listening to to them tell you about this well first of all fantastic for you know being you that they can open up and share this this uh, intimate detail but replying to it by hey how are your energy levels um you know have you had your iron checked out you know when you lose a lot of blood um you know it can really affect your iron therefore it's going to affect your energy therefore it's going to affect your training and recovery yeah, but generally the last days are quite light, so you feel like, um, yeah. Does that well, answer your question? That does, and I've got another follow-up as well. So yeah, sometimes sure. if I'm speaking to a woman, um, she might say something like, you know, uh, I think my period is coming on. Is that like, and that's going to depend on many different factors, of course, but is that because they are tracking and they know it's going to be at that date there? Or is that day one? Or are there feelings that that's bringing it on? What does that mean I, along yeah. those terms? I think I'm getting my period. Yeah, these are really great questions because it's, um, you know, most information is caged and like this is here and then it stops here and then, mm. you know, it's before what she when what she is probably telling you is she recognizes the symptoms of her bleed so this is premenstrual tension and you imagine it builds like a bubble so for some women it can be quite extreme in terms of um, on one end of the spectrum suicide ideology um so really poor poor mental health two um, feeling a little bit grumpy. So that's on one spectrum. But on another, it might be um, sore boobs. Uh, mm. You know, there's bloating. Um, so I know um, personally, and obviously lots of women we speak, but, you know, I could put on a kilo um, pre-menstrual and then, and then when you bleed, when that bleeding really starts in earnest it's like this pre-menstrual tension bubble pops mm. and there's a release so you almost start to feel better there might be physical pain from the exiting of the of the um you know from the uterus but it, there's also this kind of feeling as well now um where all this might be different is if um people who are menstruating are on any um, contraception that is hormonal based. So on the pill or on an IUD that has um, a hormone um, a, a part to it. So, so they don't, uh, they bleed because they, it stops the, the stops the hormones, but it's not a, a, a natural cycle, so to speak. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Does, that, does that make does that make sense? Yes, it does. I'm pretty familiar with that first phase now. Does that have a name, Mish, or is it just called the first phase? Yeah. Well, well, it's called the the menstruation. But okay. what you're what you're talking about is it, and that's why it's kind of handy to think about it in terms of like seasons. It's not like one day we wake up and it's winter. 
Mm. You know, we have the the days leading up to it. It's a bit colder, you know, you feel a nip in the air. So it's all those kind of things. So although you'll see, you know, menstrual cycle into these very neat, um, you know, sections on a circle, it it doesn't necessarily uh, feel like that. There's Mm -hmm. moving in and out. And they're they're actually called crossover days too. So, um, you know, uh, later on in the cycle where you're kind of going all really well and then, um, you know, the hormones are all doing their stuff, it can hit a a high point or a low point and it can be a day that you just feel off. Mm -hmm. And that can be just that, again, that hormone peak or trough as well. Yeah. So wait, let me just let me just get my head around this. So there's a 28 day cycle. Is yes. What's that? Does that cycle have a name? Well, it's just the menstrual cycle. Okay, and then yeah, but the first part of it because menstruation, the verb menstruating is to bleed. Gotcha. So it's a 28 day menstrual cycle, and the first phase of that menstrual cycle is menstruation, which is essentially bleed. Gotcha. Yes. Okay. I'm yeah. with you. But but remember, 28 days might not be. That's an, um, an estimate. That's right. It's an gotcha. average. Yeah. But it, the menstruation cycle starts and ends on that first day of the bleed. So it starts and gotcha. then the old cycle finishes at the first day of the bleed. Does that make sense? Yes. I'm with you. Yeah. And, and just yeah. out of curiosity, is there, I don't know if you know the answer to this, when you say it's about 28 days, is it one or two days on each side or is it five or ten on each side or is it just a uh, massive? It, yeah, it can be really, um, yeah, some women, you know, have quite quite long cycles. Um, yeah. But, you know, it's like a bell curve, yeah. you know, the few people who have very few cycles in a year, you know, as opposed to women who bleed more, they're really, you know, it's, it's mostly um, 28 days or 35, you know, kind of thing. And isn't yep. that interesting um, that that is a month? So I wonder where the calendar came from, the concept of the calendar. Yeah, okay. <laughs> there you go. All right. Next phase, uh, Mish. Okay. So next phase is called the – so all of this, the start of the – we can almost see the cycle divided into two halves, the okay. follicular so the first start of the bleed is the follicular, which I didn't didn't say, of which there is the menstruation and then pre-ovulation. So if we're looking at um, a circle, at the top is the day one of, of bleeding and the opposite, that's at 12 o'clock, at 6 o'clock, it's ovulation. So... So these are the two main kind of polar parts of the cycle. So it's divided onto one side, the start, the follicular, and then the luteal. So um, so everything about the first phase, menstruation is obviously the bleed. But as soon as the bleed is over, the body kicks into gear because it really wants to reproduce. So everything then is about um, is about you know getting ready for this next big event, which is ovulation, and this phase. So that moving out of like I feel like you know I'm in pain, I feel yuck, and you might still be bleeding as you 
transition into the pre-ovulation phase, this is almost the 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 absolute queen phase. Okay. Like so really interesting um research that they um they did this research on uh what do you call lap dancers uh you know who who dance for men for money yeah and yeah. they Are got you asking me that question what do you call them or no uh, no i was, <laughs> I was just like, trying to... oh okay <laughs> I was, like, I was thinking of the word as I spoke, not to okay, put left you on the spot. Is the I'm word not making. Okay. I'm not making any um any, yeah, yeah. any assumptions, Jono. But anyway, they did this research right on when women got the most tips, where they were in their cycle, and they were they got the most tips as research that proved it in the pre-ovulation phase. Okay, so. Not only is the body gearing up for releasing an egg ready to be fertilized, but women feel sexy. They mm. feel amazing. What does this mean for training? It means this is the time when they have got um, higher estrogen. Estrogen is such a great hormone that does things like help with recovery it masks pain and also a little bit of testosterone so what do we know about testosterone it's really great for muscle making so you don't have to be Einstein to work this out that when you're coming out of your period and you're moving into um, this ovulation that that next phase of the cycle is the time when you want to be ramping up. Mm. You want to be hitting PBs. You want to be adding extra weight to make use of that, that hormone response. And the other great um, thing about this time is there's an appetite suppressant. So uh, a natural appetite suppressant. So it is a great time to... Um, you know, you, you feel like you can conquer everything. It's also a great time to introduce new types of training. Mm. So, for example, because they're feeling like Wonder Woman, they can do anything. Um, the communication skills are better. They're kind of naturally more effervescent. Um, now, of course, this is not going to be everyone turns into this. Mm. Everyone is still a person um, and and related to their own personality, but it might be the time when you say, hey, I've got this new kind of training. I reckon you might be interested in it. You know, what do you call that? You call that, would you like um, Coke and chips with it? Isn't that called upselling? Yeah, 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 yeah. There you go. <laughs> okay. So if you're upselling in your fitness business, this is the time when you want to say, hey, I've also got another session going on. I reckon you'd really love it. Mm. Um, get them in that time. They're like, yeah, do you know what? I might just have a go because mm. they're Wonder Woman at that time. Yeah. So any questions about that phase? No, I think that's pretty that all makes sense there. And is that, so the, So I'm guessing that's about the same time then, right? That's going to be about five to eight days, give or take. Um, no, a little bit longer. Okay. So um, because the period really, you oh, remember. True. You've got to get to 15. Yeah. yeah. So it's more like, yeah, okay. I'm with you. And, and also remember there's that crossover. So mm. might still be technically menstruating, but that, uh, 
bubble is burst, that energy is starting, and it doesn't happen right away. It builds up as the hormones build up because what what's happening in the background is <clears throat> the this FS F SH and luteinizing hormones, all these kind of stuff that's happening in order to uh, grow an egg. And when that egg is released, uh, that is called ovulation. So, um, and this marks the time, the crossover from the follicular stage to the second half of the cycle, which is the luteal stage. So gotcha. this is when um, progesterone starts to come in. But we don't need to go into such technical terms. It's more about, you know, the first half is all about gearing up for releasing this egg, like, oh, I really want to have sex. I really want to fertilize this egg, you know, um, to that egg being released and then your body doing everything it can to make sure that uh, a fertilized egg has a really cozy home. So, you know, it, it builds up the uterus, provides a little comfy nest for potentially that fertilized egg. And as it realizes that, oh, damn, there's no fertilized egg, egg then it loses the lining and we and we start again what is really interesting uh, or what this means for trainers is that um and i find it really fascinating so you know that there are a lot more women playing afl now so the women's afl a lot more women playing really um high level sport and have you noticed or heard about um about the amount of women doing acl injuries in and in women's rugby and women's football Not yeah so, so yeah, so it's it, it it's become a real problem um, with women tearing um, doing their their ACLs, and what they have found is that they generally have this injury right after ovulation. Mm. So when women ovulate, um, there's a whole mix of hormones. One of them is relaxin, and you might know that. Uh, that hormone because it's usually related to pregnancy, pregnancy right? yeah i've read it in your yeah. course yeah 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 it loosens so, up the ligaments or it weakens yeah, the ligament. that, yeah. that's the ligament. right yeah the yeah, yeah yeah it does all the connective tissue so if you it, it it does that at the same time as ovulation or straight after everything's a little bit loosey-goosey it mm. can make a change to maybe how you land this day as opposed to how you landed, you know, the response. And so what they're finding is that having to be really careful of form around that ovulation time. So you're probably going to ask me, well, when do they ovulate? You know, <laughs> mm. um, and for a lot of women, they don't know either. Um, it's uh, so um, there's some ways in which you can tell. So before you ovulate, uh, there's a little sticky membrane that comes out, that comes out of the vagina, and it's a bit like egg white, 
Um, and and so that is a symptom of ovulation. It could be um, some women have an ovulation pain. Um, uh, so, you know, it, these are all little symptoms that women can um, know their own cycle um, or they can take a temperature and, and the temperature can determine uh, to let them know or there's even kits so you can do a kit for the people who are trying to get pregnant they might be really really in tune with when they ovulate because they might be having lots of sex then to yep. you know increase their chances but um but roughly you know when the first day of your period is because you yep. bleed yep, yep. Then and you know your cycle is say twenty eight days, yep, yep. Um, or whatever your cycle is. About halfway gotcha. is around about that time when ovulation is going to occur. So that is a real um, trick up the sleeve for trainers of just like, okay, where are you in your cycle? Okay, I'm going to really watch your form now because you're in ovulation time. So, um, you know, just, you know, like I said, what we talked about at the beginning in terms of uh, what is periodization, it's about focusing on different things at different times and so and so that is when you would focus on form and technique um it's still ability to build muscle and all of that but you just might be that's take that um you know a little bit more care with your clients hmm. okay so question with this mish so i can get my head around it in the follicular stage that's essentially about half of the 28 day cycle right Yes. And in that follicular stage, we've kind of got two um, things that go on there. We've got menstruation, which is yep. five to eight days. And then we've got pre-ovulation, which is a little bit more. In the luteal stage, is it just ovulation for the rest of that time for 14 days, give or take? Or has that got a couple things in there as well? Yeah. So remember we talked about it being um, like seasons. Yeah. Um, so ovulation is like summer. So it, so that second half is going to be ovulation and then premenstrual. Ah, uh, gotcha. Yeah. So, you know, it's nice on one hand to have a 12 o'clock menstruation, six yep. o'clock, um, ovulation. And yep. this is when you go and change from menstruation to pre-ovulation. This is when you change from post-ovulation into pre-menstrual, but in reality, um, it's, it's crossover, it's, it's crossover yeah. but like moving into seasons. But we know that, you know, if you think about how you feel in deep, dark winter, you might want to like, you know, go go inside, have a few more um, uh, warm baths and fire on and a bit of relax. And then if we look at summer, what do we want to do? We want to get out. We want to have fun, hit the beach, connect with people. So, you know, we kind of move through through that cycle. Gotcha. All right, cool. Well, that's given us a good overview there, Mish. What I'm curious about here is, I guess, from the trainer's side of things, maybe how to ask and how to track. Like, let's just, let's keep it simple here. Let's say we've it's a one-on-one -on -one client. You know, I've let's say I'm working in a gym. I've got, let's just say I've got 10 clients, each of them train with me twice a week, whatever it is. 
half of them are half of them, you know, menstruate, half don't. How do I kind of start that conversation? How do I track it? You can do it from a, yeah. a male perspective, female perspective. Give us some some tips there. Yeah, sure. So um, in the course, I go into a lot more detail of yep. this can happen, this can happen, this can happen. Um, but what what my first recommendation, if you're able to, is to add it onto your um, initial consultation. So when you first have someone sign up, you know, if they, uh, you know, are you menstruating? Um, are you tracking your cycle? So asking that, and then if that's, you know, you've already got your clients, it's already happening, you know, I would ask it. Um, obviously, if you feel awkward, then um, you could put it in an email mm. or something like that. But my, if you can say it, because the more you talk about it, the more they feel licensed to reply yeah. back to you. Yeah. So, you know, and, and, but you would do it in this way in terms of, Hey, who out there is tracking their menstrual cycle? Yeah, do you, do you know that you can unleash a whole lot more training uh, optimization when you, when you're tracking your cycle? Mm -hmm. So I've actually got a whole, um, uh, part of the course about different options yeah. because um you know i wear a apple watch it's you know there's lots of ways here um there's lots of apps it's also just good old pen and paper mm. you know it's it doesn't have to be that complicated but what what you will be initiating encouraging and both learning from it is for your client to understand the differences. Because remember what I said yeah, is like you're thinking, oh, it's just men who don't know this stuff. Yeah. No, women aren't taught this either. Yeah, that's well, that is, that is Well, that is my question. Of what you've mentioned there, say not a trainer, just your average woman, they wouldn't know that stuff there, right? Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Yep. Unless they have – unless they have – you know, being interested, there'll be anecdotal yeah. stuff. Like they'll be like, oh, yeah, that's totally me. Yeah. But it's not like, you know, in sex ed course, they said, hey, here's your period, here's what it does, and then here's how to optimise it. Yeah. Here's how to optimise your life to yeah. go with your period, which is a bit crazy. Mm. Well, um, well, I like I said, I wish I knew this when I was at the start of my menstruating career. 100%. So I've got a couple follow-up questions here, Mish. <laughs> the trainer can't, like, it's got to be on the client to track it and for them to tell the trainer, right? Because there's no way saying me as the trainer, even if I know now, okay, right, you know, Mish has told me she's starting her, she's menstruating today. It's day one of of, um, of menstruation. I'm not going to count because uh, then I might need to say, oh, are you, are you a 28 day person? And then he's at 28 every time. Like, yeah, that's too it's, awkward. It's, yeah. It's more about me saying, Hey, Mish, you know, it's probably a good idea to track it. Here are the different yeah. ways you can track it. And then you would essentially let me know as the trainer. Hey, Jono, yeah. I, tell us a little bit about how that dynamic works. Yeah. Yeah. Good question. Well, I think the thing is if you're training women, um, then I can't see why this wouldn't be a, a question, you know, that you would you would put in the starting. 
you know, where are you in your cycle? And and yep. if you're building with your client in terms of or clients um, information around it, then they can start to know, oh, actually, you know, I think I'm ovulating, you know, around this time. Yeah. This is what I have to be aware of. Or um, I'm feeling premenstrual, so I'm going into that winter phase. Yep. I'm feeling like shit that's okay too. And yeah. you can then just say, do you know, it's not about pushing through this. Yeah. Actually, this is what I'm going to give you is some really great stretches, something low, um, uh, low impact. Uh, we want to keep you moving because obviously exercise has, um, you know, some pain relief uh, qualities to mm. it. But, um, but, you know, this is not the time for PB but then coming out of bleeding yeah this is a time when you need to like up your weights um push yourself a little bit hard and maximize that recovery so there's lots of ways in which you can include that like um but even just a question at the start like i feel if you're in a one-on-one setting it's even like you should kind of be asking anyway hey mish how you feeling today and if you've already had that conversation about periods and periodization for periods, your client will be more open to say, Hey, you know what, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm menstruating, you know, or Hey, I'm at this stage here. And then as a trainer, you can be like, all right, cool. Now I know what that means. All right, cool. Now what I know what I'm going to do. Um, and Hey, guess what? Next week I'm, I know that I can go a little bit harder. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, so the question is, is where are you in your cycle? Yeah. Where are you in your cycle this week? Yep. Yep. You know, and having that information. So I um I did I have got this one here oh, that um people can download, you know, having that maybe on the back of the um toilet door if you were yeah. in a physical facility or handing it out um, you know, with your pack when people join up, like mm. um, you know, want to maximize your gains you know um and yeah but but it's going to start with the more comfortable you feel speaking about it the you know you don't yeah. have to know like with everything that i teach you you don't you, it's impossible for you to know everything it yeah. really is yeah. but you can start off with a, a, a question that is um inclusive and open ended and then you can and listen Mm -hmm. and learn and if anything obviously you'll learn but what you're sharing with your client just by that action is that you have empathy and you are trying to understand and that is that's gold Mm. that keeps people coming back that connects you to them they don't come back because you have the best body they don't mm. come back because you have the best training systems. Mm. <laughs> That's yeah. all great and all important, yeah. but they come back because you connect with them. You see them as a person mm. and just with some really slight changes can make them feel included and they see the rewards, mm. less injuries. You know, they feel better training, sleep well, better, all of that stuff. One of my favorite quotes, Mish, nobody cares how much you know until they know how much you care. So I think you put the care first and then once the client knows you care, okay, great. Now they'll listen to you more. So I I just have one more question mission. Then we'll start to wrap up. 
In terms of sure. the client tracking their own period, I'm guessing that you use your Apple Watch. I'm guessing there's apps, there's tech, there's software. And you might uh, I'll ask the question, then go from there. Is it common now that that most um, people that menstruate will track that? Everyone's got their own app and they do, or some do, some don't. Or have you got some that you recommend? What can you tell us about that side of things? <laughs> um, I can't. I am a woman, but I can't speak for all women. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> John Oates. So, yeah. um, look, most pe- most women have an idea of when their period is coming, and and not every woman is regular. So, um, so, but it. But you need to know because there's there's days when I would not wear white pants, for example. Um, You know, you are prepping. So most women will not generally know when they're in their cycle. But I can't speak to if they know what part of the cycle that they're in at any given point in time. So the only way to do that is by tracking. Now, um, I just have to say with apps that track like on phones or different things um, that there may be someone collecting data from you and that might be for good or for bad. So mm-hmm. if you are, I don't know, um, tracking your cycle and peep and someone is collecting that data and then when you're coming into your pre-ovulation, feeling like Wonder Woman, you might find all these clothes ads yeah, in your yeah, Facebook yeah. feed. Um, when you are heading into your winter, your pre-menstrual, you know, there might be some pickaxes Um you know i'm joking but um but so if you are concerned about your data that's something to be aware of however there is nothing wrong with a good old pen and paper and maybe for a trainer you could provide that you know, like a, a circle. I think I've even got one in the in the course. <laughs> if not, I'll, I'll I'll pop it in as an extra resource that people can um, print out. And even if they track their cycle, how they feel, or you know what's happening for a couple of months, they can start to see their own data and understand where they are. And again, this is all going to be a little bit upended if they're on any um uh you know hormonal birth control um so so again but you can still uh, they can still go through this process to understand if they have nuances within their cycle because you know it, it there's different strengths of the hormonal um pill and you know how how the bodies interact with it's not one hard and fast rule. Do you know what I mean? Yes, I'm with you. Awesome. Mm. All right. Well, Mish, that's given us a, a really good overview there. If anyone's listening to this, they're interested in the course, we'll put the link down in the, the show notes. Uh, I guess my final question, Mish, let's say ideally uh, someone's interested in the topic, they purchase the course, happy days, but I'd also like to know some other resources. Do you have any other podcasts that you recommend or books that people could read or people to follow on social media that speak about this topic? Um, Yes, absolutely. So um, there is a book by... I'm I'm not by my desk at the moment to to grab it. Stacey Sims one or oh yes, Stacey Sims, Dr. Stacey Sims is brilliant. 
um, really, really good. Her stuff is quite heavy. So okay. uh, I have all of her stuff um, and and I really enjoy it. But it it is um, a little bit catering towards the athlete. Athletes, um, yeah. And also very um, research heavy, which is good. Mm -hmm. But if you're wanting a much lighter lead, there is one called Period Power um, uh, that I actually bought for my, um, and I will give you the, I can't think of the author right off, I can see the book in my head. Uh, I'll give you, maybe we can write it in um, this video. But it. I, I actually bought it for not only my daughter, uh, but her friends. Like I just a way of really making things um understandable. Mm. So yeah, Macy there's Hill? quite a Macy Hill, right? Oh, there's Macy Hill, yes, and then there's another one, Lucy. Um, yep, Lucy. I'll have to get it to you. Sorry, Jono. No, Macy no. Hill is that's really good. Red School is really good. Um yeah, there's there's a whole heap of of different uh, people and bloggers. Um, Heidi, who um, who I interview, she has got a really good um, uh, blog as well. So yeah, you put me on the spot a little bit. I have to say, Jono, if you told me about this, I would have come with a with a really good list. Yeah, no, that's all right. We got some good ones there, uh, Mish. That's pretty much all I wanted to get through today. Is there anything I should have asked you but forgot to or anything you want to finish us off with? Um, uh, I think your questions were great, Jono, because, um, you know, a lot of people want to ask those kind of nitty-gritty questions and feel too awkward to, so mm -hmm. thank you. Uh, I suppose I just want to finish off with is this understanding menstruation it gives you a powerhouse worth of tools, both mm. if you are the person menstruating or you're training someone with menstruation. So, um, and I've made this course as practical as possible. So, you know, questions, answers, how to how to integrate it, because it's an awkward topic. I mm. get you. It's an awkward topic. But the more you can get your big girl's knickers on, you know, put on your brave, um, and start to ask those simple questions like, hey, where are you in your cycle? Um, you know, do you know about your cycle? All of those open-ended questions where you listen to the answer means that you can help support your client to, to get their best results, which is, you know, and keep them coming back, which is, isn't that what we all want? That's the goal. <laughs> awesome. All right, Mish, thank you very much for your time. Thank you, Jono. Thank you, everyone. Thanks for listening to the Fitness Education Podcast. Before you leave, here's a message from our sponsors. Are you a fitness professional looking to provide your clients with personalized meal plans? Well, check out Mealsy, the ultimate solution for creating custom meal plans in just a few simple clicks. With Mealsy, you can say goodbye to countless hours spent on meal planning. Our Australian meal planning web app is designed to save you time and effort. 
so you can focus on what really matters, your clients and their success. Mealsy provides you with a vast library of recipes, all created by nutrition professionals. From breakfast to dinner and everything in between, we've got you covered. Whether you want to create a custom meal plan tailored to your client's needs or choose from our selection of ready-made meal plans, Mealsy has the flexibility to accommodate your preferences. So why waste precious time and energy creating meal plans from scratch? Let Mealsy do the heavy lifting for you, or you focus on delivering exceptional fitness services. Join the community of fitness professionals who have revolutionized their business with Mealsy. Visit our website at www.mealsy.com and sign up today. Mealsy, the smarter way to meal plan for fitness professionals.